Hi, besties. Welcome back to another episode of the Life We Deserve podcast. I am so excited to announce that enrollment is open for the next round of Investy Besties. That's right. You can sign up for the next round of Investy Besties. We'll be getting started soon. And if you want to check that out, inside Investy Besties, I teach all the things. Everything you need to know to get started as a calm, confident real estate investor. As an investy bestie, you will learn exactly how to invest like a pro using all of the five main methods of real estate investing, which I teach. Plus, I give all the mindset coaching so you can identify those pesky subconscious beliefs that may be holding you back from becoming a badass real estate investor. You can find the link for investy besties in the show notes right here, wherever you're listing. Or you can visit investybesties.com. That's I-N-V-E-S-T-Y-B-E-S-T-I-E-S.com. Now, this is episode two of our six-part series. If you missed part one, it is last week's episode, I believe episode 16. Please go back and listen. That episode is all about what questions to ask yourself to really learn what type of real estate investor you're meant to be. Today, we're going to be doing a deep dive on one of the first methods of real estate investing, my real estate investor archetype, the lady landlord. So we spend a whole module learning this method inside Investy Besties inside and out. But today I'm going to be giving you a little bit of a taste of what it means to be a lady landlord. Being a landlord is really the cornerstone of real estate investing. Investing is considered one of the safest investments and one of the safest ways to grow your money into more money that exists in our world today and throughout history because land is real property. It's an asset that you can physically touch. By stock or crypto, you can't actually touch it. It doesn't feel very secure. Historically, in real estate in U.S., it has always gone up in value over a period of 10 or more years. So there's never really been a long-term real estate decline that lasted for decade after decade. If you are patient, your property value should increase in value you should see the value go up over time. Yes, the market has waves, right? The property's value goes up, the property values go down, interest rates fluctuate, supply and demand fluctuates. But you know what fluctuates the least out of all of the factors affecting the value of real estate? Rent. Market rent. What people will pay to live in an apartment is usually a decision they make every six months to a year or longer. So if they're only making that choice to rent that apartment every year, or five or six years, then you're locking in your income for that same period of time. So you're not going to see the volatility that you see in other methods of real estate. As a lady landlord, you are really leaning into that security. So I do recommend this as a cornerstone of real estate investing because it is one of the least risky methods. So if you listened to the last episode and you were answering that question, like, you know, how comfortable am I with risk? Do I want a big lump sum of money that's really, really exciting? Or am I comfortable with making a certain amount of guaranteed income month after month? And when I say guaranteed, yes, there are ways to guarantee your income. As a landlord, you can do Section 8 property where your rent is paid by the government. And when your property becomes vacant, the government gets involved in finding you another tenant. So it takes a lot of the headache out of the property management side of the game. And if you want to make big money, you know, you can actually combine real estate methods 
You could find a property that's below market value, needs a little bit of updating. You can do some renovating to it yourself. You can build equity, which is value in your property, and then rent it out at a profit. So you're not only making money on your cash profit every single month. Your cash profit is the amount of money you're making over the mortgage payment and utilities and maintenance for that property. But you're also making equity. Your property, if you purchased it, let's say for $300,000, and then you do renovations to it, maybe you spend $15,000 fixing up the floors and $5,000 on some nice countertops and bathroom vanities, you put a little money into it and now it's worth three hundred and fifty. dollars if you only put 20000 in and now it's worth three fifty, you just made $30,000, right? In equity. So you're making equity. You're also making cash flow every single month, which is passive income because you're not really getting up and working for that beyond cashing checks and maybe dealing with a few headaches. There's also a lot of tax benefits. You get to take the mortgage interest deduction. As a landlord, qualify for a lot of deductions that homeowners do not qualify for. You can deduct insurance and health insurance, but you can basically write off things that are get broken in the apartment that you have to pay for. So if you break your dishwasher at home and you replace it, nobody pays you for that. But if you're a landlord and you do that, it is a tax deductible. So there's a lot of benefits to being a landlord. One of the really popular strategies within becoming a landlord is B-R-R-R-R, BRRR, like you're freezing cold, which stands for buy, repair, rent, refinance, repeat. It's a super popular investment strategy where you find an undervalued property to start with. You build instant equity, like we just talked about, by renovating that property and fixing it up. You make more money when you find a property that needs a lot of work. Once it's renovated, you rent it out. So now you've increased your monthly income, which is going to create some space in your ability to borrow more money to buy property. So you're able to refinance that property and take that equity that you built, that you fixed up and created and reinvest it into another property. And that's why you repeat that process over and over again. And some people have used this to build portfolios that pay them tens, even hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in rental income by owning 10, 20, 50, 60 properties that are all paying them month after month. You just continue to grow. There really is no limit with that method. Another landlord method of real estate investing is called house hacking. You may have heard of this. If you search any of these, you're going to find a ton of memes. Be careful what you click on because you'll get retargeted on Instagram and Facebook by everybody and their mama teaching real estate investing. But house hacking is where you just buy a property, you live in part of it, and you rent out the rest, right? So maybe if you buy a single family home for $500,000, but if you bought a duplex for $650,000 and you rent out the other half, your total mortgage payment is going to be way less. You might even be able to rent it out for your entire mortgage payment or even at a profit. The more units you get, the more money you can make. You can do the same thing if you're young and don't mind having roommates with the rooms of the house. You could buy a four-bedroom home, live in one of the bedrooms. Maybe you pick the master suite for yourself and you could rent out the other three rooms. There's so much you can do with house hacking to learn to really make some money. So what else is entitled in being a lady landlord? If you want to be a lady landlord, you need to be able to research local tenant laws. You need to be able to look up and see, is there rent control where I live? Is there restrictions on evictions for landlords? Do landlords have to pay a fee? In some major metropolitan areas, you have to pay to manage property. Another thing to look into is property management. 
maybe you want to invest in real estate and you want something kind of hands off. You want to invest, you want to pick out a great property, something that's got great upside in the rent, and it's going to make you a lot of money. But once you bought that property and put a tenant in it, you don't want to deal with it anymore. A good property management company will screen your tenants. They will run the credit reports. They will handle the showings. They will go and open the door to let potential tenants come and see your property. They will handle any small maintenance or repairs that are needed for the property. So you can pay a small fee and have a company deal with all of that for you. That's what you hope is set it and forget it investing. Now you always have to do some work. You always have to vet property management company and you need to be prepared to do periodic check-ins to see how your property is doing. Um, another thing that I tell people when they're first time landlords and they're really scared, like, what if I put all my money into a down payment on a house and I'm renting it and I'm making a couple hundred a month, but then something really expensive breaks, like the hot water heater goes out or the electricity needs work and it's super expensive and I don't have the money to fix that item. So one of the things you can do to control your costs as a landlord is get a home warranty. Home warranties cost maybe $500 to $700 a year. Sometimes they're less for a condo. It might only be like $300 and something. And then you have a $60 to $80 deductible if something goes wrong. So if you've got tenant-occupied property and your tenant calls you and tells you the heater stopped working, the dishwasher flooded, the toilet flooded, you can call your home warranty company. They have a 24-hour hotline. They will send an experienced, licensed, insured technician to come over and fix your problem and all you pay is the deductible. So it's an easy way to control costs. So again, landlording, being a lady landlord, can be easy if you want it to be. It does mean putting a little bit of extra effort up front, but it's the safest way. One of the things that I tell my investy besties about who should become a lady landlord, this is the investing method for you if you've got some money to put for down payment. Now, there are a lot of trainings and programs out there that talk about how to invest for zero money down, how to use OPM, other people's money, how to max out credit cards and take a bunch of personal loans or create a business or an LLC and use that money for your startup capital. And I'll probably go into deep detail on that in another episode. But my advice, if you want to be a landlord, you should be in a position where you can afford the down payment on that property. So What's your next question? Remy, how much money do I need to put down to buy a property? So I'm going to say the standard nationwide in the U.S. is going to be 3.5%. That is if you don't own a property already and you're buying it as a primary residence, even if you later decide to rent it out, you could buy it for 3.5% down. If you've got really good credit, like over 700, I would say there are some programs where you can go 3% or 5% down as an owner occupancy on conventional. And we'll do an episode on loans down the road and I'll give you all these great details. One of the things that makes me such a great instructor in this area is that not only have I been a real estate agent for the last 15 years in the industry over 17 years, I also was a licensed loan officer for many years and I managed a mortgage company with several dozen loan officers, real estate agents. So I really do know these guidelines inside and out. And even though they change year after year, the starting point for real estate investing, I would say if you don't own any property and you're trying to house hack, you're going to live in it, would be 3 to 3.5%. Three That's the minimum of the purchase price. If you already own a home 
and you're trying to buy an investment property, you're going to need a bigger down payment. A high cost loan, 20% down, a good cost loan, maybe 25% down. So if you live somewhere like I live, the Bay Area, where purchase prices are extremely high, that might make buying investment property not very feasible for you. Well, in that case, I say look outside of the area. Because guess what? If you take a trip to go buy investment property, you can actually tax deduct the entire trip because you your airfare and your hotel to go hunt for properties. So you could be buying in a really strong up and coming market. One of the things that's happening right now in the economy is that tech is moving out of the major cities, right? So we're seeing, there's always going to be a tech industry. I live here in Silicon Valley. We're always going to have tech here, right? Who are we kidding? But Outside of Silicon Valley, there are so many cool cities that you may not think of right away, like St. Louis or Chattanooga, Tennessee, or Little Rock, Arkansas, where there's great jobs, great moving industry, and still have an extremely low cost of living. And if you find a city like that where you can buy a property for $300,000 or less, some of them as low as $100,000, then you're not talking about a huge down payment. If you're buying a $100,000 house, 25% down is only $25,000. Many, many, many of you listening can come up with $25,000 if you knew that spending it was going to make you money in the long run. So don't be intimidated by these percentages and try thinking outside the box. Inside Investy Besties, I give a lot of homework. I tell my students after every module to go out and practice what we just learned. So one of my practice exercises, I might tell you to go out and get on a website like Zillow or Realtor.com or Redfin and just try looking in a city that you know of that might make a good opportunity for a rental property and just just do a little homework. Look at what could you get a three bedroom, two bath single family home for in a decent neighborhood and what would the down payment be? Figure out using their little online mortgage calculators what your mortgage payment might be, and then hop on over to the Zillow rental platform or Craigslist or any place where they list apartment listings, hot pads, and go and see what you could then rent that property for. And make it a little piece of homework for yourself to go and see what, where could I get a piece of property where I could actually buy it for the amount of money I currently have to spend and the mortgage payment would be less than the potential rent of that property. So I could actually make a profit on this property. If you could make it fun, would you do it? You know, and that's how I ask people to look at this. Being a lady landlord is a great achievement because it's really saying I've graduated the game. I'm leveling up. I am someone who owns a cash flow producing asset. And I think that you can do it. I think that all of us can. We can all own rental property that puts money in our pocket. And what would it be like to know that, you know, maybe you own enough rental property to supplement your income by $1,000 a month? doesn't seem like much, but it's a great starting point to have a goal of that if you're making $1,000 a month in your rental income property. Now, let's just say that you managed to do that. Let's just say you've got a rental property and it's making you money. Don't you think you might be so inclined to do that again and again? And again, and what happens when you own three or four rental properties? Well, I'll tell you what happens. Your lifestyle will actually be upgraded because you'll be making some money that is above and beyond your job or your business, money that comes in every single month. Does it take some work? Yes. Anybody who tells you 
that you can make all kinds of money without working hard for it or working at all for it is lying. Anybody who tells you that you can create something out of nothing is lying. I'm sorry. These little scams are there for a reason. I would say there's a unicorn in every bunch that can do stuff like that. And once they figure out how to do it, they learn how to sell it on the internet and then they stop doing it and they just sell it. And I'm not in that business. I'm really looking at realistic, actual tactics that people have used to build wealth for generations, decade after decade. You can do it too. And that's why I'm teaching it. I'm teaching it inside Investy Besties. Everything I know about becoming a lady landlord is in this section. We talk about lease agreements, evictions, tenant relationships, screening, property management, home warranties, how to optimize your costs, how to get your management costs down as much as possible, how to manage property off-site, how to have checks and balances so that you know exactly what's going on with your property, even if you don't live near it. We talk about how to shop for real estate, how to find the best deals. I talk about all the tips and secrets I've learned helping my clients make millions of dollars investing in real estate and my own experience as an investor as well inside the Investy Besties course. So now that enrollment is open, I hope that you guys will come and check it out. I hope you'll actually try out what I just told you. See if you could find a property in a city that you could afford to buy with the amount of money you have right now that if you bought it would make you money every single month. Any amount of money, no amount is too small because you can just repeat the process over and over again. If you are able to do that, please tag me, post it, DM, send a screenshot of this podcast and share it with the world because I want to show you how easy it is to become a successful lady landlord. I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode of this series where we're going to be talking about the next wealthy woman investor archetype. And I will see you next week with another episode of the Life We Deserve podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dear listeners, for being with me today. If you love the show, please show support for our growth by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whatever platform you're listening on. You can find me on social media on most platforms by searching my name, Remy Fortier, that's F-O-R-T-I-E-R, or you can join our free Facebook group, The Life We Deserve, inspired and wildly successful, where I drop free trainings and keep you posted on whatever we're working on. As always, thank you for joining in our mission to normalize women building wealth.